Hey, you're listening to the H&H Hour podcast. I am one of your hosts, Heidi Bolt. This is my co-host and my sister, Heather Taves. Hey, Heather Taves. Hello. How are you? Great. Last episode, we talked about your last name. Yes. And I heard someone call you the correct name at church yesterday, uh-huh. and I was super proud. Yes, I know. It's nice to be known as the correct Heather, Heather Taves. Taves. That's mm-hmm. right. There's actually a concert pianist named Heather Taves. No. Yeah, yeah. I think she might be Canadian, but I'm not sure, which would make sense. Because you married a Canadian. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep, but she's some famous pianist, so. So if you Google Heather Taves, uh-huh. it'll pull That's her up? That's what comes up. Mm-hmm. Funny. Yep. Do you have a double life? Are you a concert pianist? <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're excited that you have tuned in to the H&H Hour. If you're new to this podcast, we just want to say welcome. We believe that God has something so incredible to speak into your heart and your soul today. So if you are sitting back, relaxing with a cup of coffee, listening, just rest and enjoy. If you are doing laundry or cleaning your dishes yeah. during this, we say, man, clean those dishes and just be encouraged as we partner with you in this hour. I mean, let's be real. Probably very few people are sitting down with a cup of coffee, relaxing. Yeah, I don't actually know why I said that because I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> but, yesterday I was, I had like five million things to do. Yeah. You know how weekends for moms, and I mean for, for a lot of people, but I'm coming from the mom perspective, yeah. are not really weekends, right? When you think of a weekend, you think of like not working and not, not yeah. going to work. But for a mom, it's right. like catch up on all the laundry, <laughs> yeah. go to the grocery store, get ready for the week, do, mm-hmm. you know. And so yesterday I was, my, my husband had preached at church, which was so awesome and phenomenal. His message was fire. I have literally sent his message, mm-hmm. but it's not on podcast yet, but I have sent mm-hmm. a note to three women saying, you have, you to, have listen to listen to this. This, this yes. is for you. Yes, it I'm is. so excited to send them that link. We'll have to send. We'll have to put that link on our Instagram. We will on our H and H R Instagram because it was about hope. Yeah, and so many people are so hopeless, mm-hmm. and how Abraham had hope against hope. Like there, the Bible says there was no hope left. Yeah, but he had hope. There was no reason so, to hope. Yeah, but in God. Yeah, and he so did. so anyway, I digress. So no, not really. We were running around like crazy, and I'm trying to fold all this laundry, and I was like, oh. A podcast. I have to listen to a podcast. Mm. So that's how I listen to my podcast when I'm running around like a crazy lady. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I love it. Well, guys, we are so excited. So sometimes Heather and I chat together mm-hmm. and we have H&H chats and we talk about all sorts of topics. Mm-hmm. And then some episodes we invite guests to be a part of our conversation. And this guest is someone that God put on my heart a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known her for many years since mm-hmm. I was about 14 years old. And this is our guest, Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, you guys. How you, are you? I'm doing great. I really appreciate you guys having me on here. I love listening to your podcast. I listen while I mow and do a weed whipping and just kitchen work. And I just feel like you guys are kind of with me, chit-chatting along. So I just am thankful that I can actually be here in person with yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that is so exciting. Now, did you say weed whipping? Yes. I okay. get that little, you know, thing out and go all over my yard. Well, because you have a big yard. Yeah, and we have a fence. So, like, the grass grows up. And all over the post. All over the place. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's one we haven't heard yet. Like, I listened to your podcast while I weed whip. <laughs> I, know, I, <laughs> I love it. it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. So we wanted Haley to be on this episode because... I have always admired Haley. She's a tiny bit older than me, mm-hmm. and I was friends with her younger sister, mm-hmm. Jessie. Still are. I still am. But Shout like, out, Jessie. Way, way back in the day, <laughs> we were little teeny boppers, and Jessie and I met and became friends, and then 
I kind of just acclimated into their family. Yeah. And so Haley and her older sister, April, April wasn't around. She was married. Yeah, she was married. Yeah. But um, we, we would just claimed, hang out. We kind of claimed you as our fourth, you know, sibling. Really? You, you kind of yeah. joined in our family a little okay. bit. Okay. Is it true? It's true. It's My true. picture hung it did. in your house. In our bedroom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Maloxy trip. We I know. Take. I know. I know. Yeah. So I got to go on vacation with them and we took a, a really cool photo on the beach and then her mom, Mama Cruz, thought it was such a cool picture, so she blew it up. Like, I mean, Haley, it was it's massive. Crazy. Yeah, it was. It was probably ten by twenty or larger. It was yeah, huge. It was, yeah. it was sort in of your ridiculous. Bedroom? Yeah, in our bedroom. Okay, that's pretty funny. It hung up in the bedroom, and poor April was a little sad. She's not in the photo. <laughs> she was married off. By I just then. Yeah, took yeah, her took place. Over. Sorry. Yeah. So, oh. but Haley, you've always been so full of joy. Oh, thank you. And I kind of got a front row seat to watch you walk into a lot of really cool things in your life. Yeah. And some hard things, too. And the overwhelming impression you left on me as a teen, young adult was your joy and your willingness to trust Jesus through life. And that is why I wanted to invite you on this podcast. Oh, well, thank you very much. That means a lot. (laughs) Okay, so before um, we get going with all of the fun new things that we're going to ask you with our fast facts. I can't wait to do this with our guests. Yeah, this I'm really excited. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Who are you? All right. Well, I thankfully got to grow up in a Christian home. My parents taught me Jesus growing up, and I had a wonderful church family. Um, at the age of 14, I had a dream that the rapture had come. And we know in the Bible, uh, God will take us in the twinkling of an eye, and we'll meet yeah. him in the sky. And in my dream, though, it was like slow motion. Like I was on the beach with my family. We were in a st- circle standing around and holding hands. And the rapture had come. And my family was going up to heaven without me. And I was like pulling them down because <gasps> wow. I wasn't coming along with them. And so I knew that was God calling me. I felt convicted that I needed to give my life to the Lord. So age 14, hmm. I repented and turned my life to the Lord and started following him after that day. Um just gave it, made it more of my personal commitment because I, I had believed and knew everything growing up, yeah. but I never had made it mine. So yeah. um, that was kind of my starting point of, you know, really following him. So um, then I've been, let's see, I'm going to tell you my story about how I've been engaged and got married. Uh, I've been married for 14 years to my husband, Tater. Mm-hmm. Um, his real name is David Kieser. And... Um, my I father. always forget that. Yeah, it's crazy because a lot of people don't know. Like, everybody knows him by Tater. Tater. But some people can't call him Tater. Like, that's just too weird for them. It's hilarious. So they're like, can you tell me your real name? Oh, so hilarious. He goes by David. Um, my father-in-law is also named David Kieser. Okay. So that kind of makes it easier just to call him Tater. Yeah. So. I think I like is that. A, I think Tater's good. Was that a nickname? It was a nickname. Okay. Up. It was the way he crawled. He kind of looked like a Tater bug or a potato bug or whatever. <laughs> he like put his head down on the carpet and just kind of crawled around. That's so hilarious. It kind of stuck. It was Tater bug. And then, um, yeah, so when we got engaged, I didn't know. I was like, do I call you Tater? Do I call you David? Do I call you Tate? Mr. Kieser. Kind of, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I call him. I call him Honey. But, yeah, everybody yeah, else yeah. is yeah. Tater. Yeah. yeah. That's so, so yeah. So, we've been married 14 years, and we have four children. We have Landon. He's 12. Elle is 10. And Brianna is 8. And Paisley is 7. And they are, they're just, they bring me so much joy. They're my gifts. So. Such cool names. Yeah, thank you. Love them. Paisley's, Paisley's middle name is Joy, and that's my middle name as well. Very cool. So it's and they're all me. in school now? They're all in school, yeah. Wow. This is my second year that I'm doing the home thing all by myself, and having I have five hours during the day where I kind of just, 
I mean, I get my groceries done, get to be with people, just different things. But those five hours go so fast. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? What yeah. happened? Yeah. <laughs> Here I yeah. thought I'd have all this time in the world and yeah. It's a fun I, new season for you. It is. Kind it's of definitely a, different. A little yeah. bit of rest. Yeah. Some change. Right. It is change. I thought for a while there I would enjoy the whole being at the grocery store by myself, you know? Can I get an amen for that? Amen, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, where are my little helpers, you, you know? Some, so yeah, yeah, I'm trying mm-hmm. to look at the positive and think, mm-hmm. yeah, I do have a lot of free time where I can we dig whip. into God's... Yeah, we live, right? <laughs> dig into God's word and yeah. just do fun things with friends. So yeah. That's well, so and don't cool. you think those seasons, when you're in the season, it feels so long. Yeah. You know, it's like they say the days are long, but the years are short. And you're just like, man, if I could just have a few hours to myself. Right. When you have babies, mm-hmm. and so then they grow days. up and you're like, if I could just have my littles back. I know. Yeah. So true. Aww. Just for one day. Just even go yeah. back and be like, I kind of forget what it's like. I yeah. just want to go back and hold, you know, you see pictures, but just to actually hug them yeah. and feel them. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh. it's why it's so important to really be in the moment that you're, the season that you're in right now and to enjoy yeah. it fully because it won't last very long. I agree. I agree. No. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Okay. So are you ready for fast facts? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you listened to our a uh, couple episodes ago, we introduced fast, fast facts and these are just a fun way for our listeners to get to know you better and to see how your mind really works. <laughs> this should be scary. I know. <laughs> I was so nervous. She was so nervous. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do these. So we're going to say a word, and you're going to say the first thing that pops into your head. All righty. Okay. All right. Heidi, you want to give them to her? Okay. Ready? Okay. Yes. Here we go. Hobby. Oh, goodness. I know. It's <laughs> hard. This already. I know. It's hard. Oh, I was going to say photography, but really, I don't, I don't know. It started well, as a hobby. It started as a hobby. We'll go with that. Okay. okay. Good. Hot drink. Uh, coffee for sure. Cold drink. Iced tea. Pet peeve. Uh, the toilet paper thing going the underway. Yes, and me too. Yes, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Favorite clothing piece. Oh, uh, kind of like a cardigan or a jacket. I'm always cold, so oh, there's yeah. something to throw on. Same here. Yeah. Season. Uh, summer for mm-hmm. sure. Vacation. Uh, hot and cold. Beach and I love to go hiking. Okay. You know, okay. Elsewhere. Pets? We have many, so this is really hard for me. <laughs> we'll go with horse. Okay. Makeup. Mascara. Mm, yes. Yep. Day of the week. Saturday. TV show. Um, Dr. Pole. Okay. Favorite age. Mm, this is a lot harder than I thought it was. <laughs> no, it's hard. <laughs> We'll go with 20. Okay. It feels like you're, like, committing to it forever. Right. Yeah. Right? I like, I like all the ages. Yeah. Book. Bible. Oh, so good. Good job. You did good. You, did great. <laughs> you passed. You know, okay, good. There aren't any right or wrong answers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's oh. so good. Okay, so we ask Haley, every guest, and you know this because you listen, but what's something about your life that feels ordinary? I would say I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. I love to be at home and with my family. So I would say I feel like sometimes I'm not making a difference. Um, there's different things that I've been involved in and go out and serve. So it's not that. It's just more of like being home and investing in my family. Sometimes you feel like you're only making a difference in like four little kids' life mm-hmm. or whatever. Only four. <laughs> yeah, only four out of the whole entire world. Yeah. But I think that that, I think when you have an eternal perspective, it's like, 
hard to see those things that are really making a difference. You know, it's easy. I'm a checklist person. So it's easy for me to write a list and be like, yeah, I cleaned the bathrooms and check it off or whatever. But to really invest with your kids and teaching them about Jesus and things like that, it's not a checklist. It goes on day after day after day. So I think I feel ordinary in that fact that, you know, I'm home and day in and day out doing the same stuff. But listening to your podcast has changed that. It's opened my eyes to see you know, the extraordinary that's been happening. That is um, so cool. Throughout the day. Yeah. So it's awesome. That is so cool. I love that answer. And I think so many people feel that way, Yeah, which is really what prompted us to mm-hmm. have that tagline is like so many people feel like their ordinary didn't mean anything, wasn't yeah. worth anything. Yeah. And I think as we've talked to more and more people and heard their stories, they're, they're starting to say that, that they are finding the beauty mm-hmm. in their ordinary yep. and realizing that these moments are extraordinary. Mm -hmm. There are huge strides happening, whether it's leading your kids or investing in your marriage or Mm -hmm. a friend. So that's so good. So what about you is extraordinary? Well, this is hard, Mm -hmm. but I decided it's really not the focus on myself, but the focus that I was brought up in a Christian home with two loving parents that showed me Jesus. And so was Tater. And I find the older I get, the harder it is to find that around Mm -hmm. me. Um, I just see it as such a gift that I've been blessed with, and mm-hmm. I, I hope to pass that on to my kids, and and I hope I'm doing that because I'm just to think that, you know, it's something I took for granted growing, growing up, mm-hmm. and so now I see just what a gift it is, so mm-hmm. that is so I cool. think that's extraordinary. It definitely is extraordinary. I know just from talking with guests and listeners and people that we've had the privilege of leading not very many people have that and they long for it. They long for that stability of parents who had a, you know, a strong marriage and a good Christian home to raise them in and and to have that exam. And I hear over and over and over people say, I don't have an example of a good marriage. I don't have an example of what it looks like to be a godly parent. Yeah. And there's, they feel like they're floundering. And so what, how cool that you recognize that that really is extraordinary and to be grateful for it. Yeah. So good. So thankful. Well, and I bet that's played into your own marriage now, recognizing that gift. Yeah, for sure. Giving you this motivation to keep it strong keep so that your strong. kids have that yeah. legacy to follow mm-hmm. after. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so huge. Well, Haley, we, um, you shared with me that you feel like you've walked through a lot of different chapters in your life mm-hmm. where God's had to teach you different things. Um, would you be willing just to share with our listeners specifically about your and Tater's love story mm-hmm. and that engagement story because I watched you walk through that mm-hmm. and it impacted me really greatly and I know people are going to be impacted to hear it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things, it's like an Ebenezer that you like con- continually look back on in your life and be like, God was there. Like he mm-hmm. was directing me and bringing me through this. So um, I definitely saw his power and his guidance and his love through our story. So Yeah, let me just go ahead and share with you. I first saw Tater at a baptism at one of our local churches. I was 16 years old at the time, and my brother-in-law actually pointed him out to me. (laughs) And I remember thinking that he looked nice and that he seemed like a nice guy. Um, (laughs) Whatever you were thinking, dude, he's hot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, feelings under control. (laughs) (laughs) So I felt it get stronger, though, over the years, and I felt God place a love on my heart for him. And it just continued to grow. So at that time, we lived in different towns. He lived in Bloomington. I lived in Morton. And we would see each other seriously very occasionally. Like, I didn't even know if he knew if I existed type of thing. Wow. You know? So we would go to, our young group would have an ISD Bible study 
where we'd come on campus and we would study God's word. We'd have a speaker. And so I would see him during that time. And I would, um, I was really going to ISD Bible studies for the right reasons. Sure you were. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. There can be more than one reason. Right, right. (laughs) So I remember praying, you know, Lord, if this isn't meant to be, like, please take my feelings away because I don't want these feelings to keep growing stronger if I'm not supposed to love him. So, um, they didn't go away. And so I just kept praying to God, you know, Lord, okay, does he know you exist at this point? You know what? I don't know if he knows. I exist. Okay. But I mean, yes, I, I should take that back. He did like he would, um, he was a senior at the time and okay. he handed out his senior pictures and I took more than my share. I remember that. <laughs> Wait, Do you remember that? You took more we, than we, one? Oh my word. We poured over like them. Five. We poured over them at the counter at your mom's. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I had even, the, his name is Tater. Combo. Tater, yes. yes. That's Tater. what we talked about. Yeah, and I was even so confident that I was going to marry him that I would tell people, like, in my high school classes, like, this is the guy I'm going to marry. You totally someday. did. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just had that feeling that yep. this is going to be this is going to be him. So, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. But I never told him, you know, because okay. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I want this to be a God thing. I yeah. want this, if this is meant to be, I don't want me getting in the way of it. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I thought I knew how it was going to go and it was going to be easy, but obviously... It wasn't the way it went. So <laughs> I, at the end, let's see, I'm going to go to 2001. At the end of 2001, my sister, who you're friends with, Jesse, mm-hmm. got engaged to Tim. Yes. And that was a hard time for me. I am two years older than Jesse. And in my mind, mm-hmm. I came next for getting yeah, married. I didn't, right. I didn't even think that, you know, God's own timing, it will work out. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I was selfish and I probably could have been more happy for her. But in my mind, she was leaving. My, my best friend, you know, that was at home with me was mm-hmm. leaving me and they were going to go off and get married. And here I would be at home all by myself with my parents. And, and she was taking half the wardrobe. She was. We shared, yeah. right? I right. know. She would let me loan. She would give me clothes that she even had like tags on. Like she was awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. she was. So yeah, that was a bummer too. I right? loved her closet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, so, don't get married. You'll have no money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can still share. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of things, a lot of change, yeah. you know? So that was, that was hard for me. And now looking back, you know, it's so hard when you're going through something because yeah. It's hard to see it, but um, looking back, I mean, that time was so special with my parents. They um, took me to Mackinac Island, which was a surprise trip. My, I don't even know if my mom knew, but my dad like had us get in the car, and we kept driving north, and I'm like, how long are we going to drive north for? <laughs> like, we're driving north for so stinking long, and Mackinac's like, Mackinac's like clear up there, and we took a ferry onto the island. We did biking. We just, it was beautiful weather. Mm. We just had some special times together. Mm. And then the trip continued. We put our boat, I mean our boat, our vehicle on a boat yeah. and like went across Lake Michigan and mm. just did unique things that mm. I would have never done if I wasn't at home with them on my own. So they yeah. kind of spoiled me and it was just, it was special times. That's so. neat. That's kind of good though. As the middle child, you you know, get that special attention. That's right. That's I good. Know. I did. I did enjoy it. See, God yeah. knew what He was doing. He did. Yeah, He totally did. <laughs> I could have just learned to trust Him through through the way, right? Isn't that always the <laughs> always. case? Oh, yeah. Always the case. Just letting go of my control and letting God, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so they were engaged um, 2001. So, by her, their wedding was scheduled for May 2002. So it was a short engagement, and um, that month was also very hard. They they got married, and at that same time, that same month. I found out that Tater was engaged to somebody else. Yeah. So I felt like my world was crashing down a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, the peace that God gave me was so undescribable. 
So this piece is just, it's something that I look back on. There's been two times in my life where I felt this piece. It's, it was this time. And then also when we had our fourth child, like I just totally remember God giving me a, just this amazing sense, like our family was complete. So Mm -hmm. it was, and it only comes from him. So even though this was so hard, I remember thinking that whatever God had planned, has planned for me is just going to be perfect and right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, and then that summer I was a camp counselor at a junior high school church camp, and the theme verse was Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, where it says, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, mm. let us lay every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the rate that race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our, of our faith. Mm. Yeah. So one day I got to camp, and I got a phone call from my mom, and she said that Tater... And his fiance had gotten postcards from someone telling them about the feelings that I had carried for Tater all those years. And, of course, my heart dropped because the last thing I wanted to do was, you know, get in the way of their engagement, their plans, their happiness. And so I had this weight, like this verse was talking about, of like something that I wanted to just get lifted off and feel at peace with Mm. the whole entire situation. So his fiance happened to be at the same camp that I was at. And so I just prayed, Lord, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Please give me an opportunity to talk to her and let her know that I support however God is working in their lives and just let that opportunity arise where I can just talk to her. So, um, I, God provided that and I was able to share with her, you know, I don't know who sent the postcards, but I want you to know that I, love you and support Mm -hmm. you guys. And, you know, I know God's working in your life as well. So even though I was at camp to try to help junior hires out, I'm like, (laughs) I felt God talking to me and probably I I was there for probably more myself than anything at the time. So, um, and God continued to speak a lot to me that summer. I actually made a journal of all the verses that I was reading and it's so neat to look back Mm -hmm. on and just see, you know, God walking me through this all. So I had to learn just to depend on God, and obviously I didn't know what was going to happen at the time. Now I know what happens, and yeah. it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, he had it all worked out. But <laughs> no, like I, it was like I had no clue what was going to happen. And so I just rested in him and knew that whatever will be, you know, would be his will. So that summer I had some other male suitors that I was praying about, and this was hard to walk through because I had to, I said no to them after, you know, looking through God and and his guidance. And I began doubting my answers because at the time I'm like, Tater's taken. So why, Mm. why shouldn't I say yes to these other guys or whatever? So, um, but then I would go back and be like, no, like this God is telling me no, like I have Mm. to stick with that. So meanwhile, Tater was listening to God and going through his whole thing, trying to figure out his will and future in his life and growing a lot in the Lord. And to make a long story short, their journey um, through their journey, they decided to call off their engagement. So, um, after I had heard this, I didn't think, Oh yeah, he's mine. You know, like you didn't really No, Like I, I don't, I think I just, by this point, I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen in my life. And I don't know what God is, where God is going to take me. So I just continue just to pray and rest in him. And okay. Can I pause you for a second? Cause I think like that sounds amazing. Like I just rested in him, Yeah. but I think so many people, one, don't know how to do that. And two, 
don't choose to do that. Yeah. So w- really, what did that look like? Because we're normally, aren't we, like, we're trying to figure it all out. Yeah. Like, well, if I do and this. See, and, and that's my problem. I'm a control person. Yeah. I like to get, and I'm a planner. Like, I have to have, like, everything figured out. And yeah. so I think what may happen with the whole Jesse's wedding and engagement, like, I think that threw my plan off course. Okay. And yeah. so at that point, I was, it was kind of like, okay, giving God the reins and saying, here you go. Like, I obviously have no clue what you're doing right now. Yeah. So, you know, take the lead. And so it was so, a, it was a, a choice that you made to go, okay, God, you are in control of my yeah, life. Yeah, I think when I felt that peace, like, I just knew God was with me. And yeah. so why, would I, why wouldn't I want to let him do that for me? That's so, good. yeah, I tried just to – I don't want to get my hopes up. I, mm-hmm. I had that heartbreak already. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so yeah. I just thought, you know what, we'll just – We'll just see how this goes and, you know, take it one day at a time. So, so that's what I did. It took a couple months, um, towards the end of the summer. Obviously he knew that I cared about him from these postcards. Sure. Um, to this day, I still don't know who, who wrote the postcards. That is, I mean, I remember hearing about that thinking you have got to be kidding me because <laughs> they both received one. Yes. That's right. So obviously yeah. someone had to know who they right, both were right. and yeah. your story. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and it wasn't probably, I don't know. I don't know. Part of me doesn't want to know who sure. it was. Yeah. I'm like, okay, obviously, you know. I mean, it could have been the hand of God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Right. You never know. But that had to be a pretty crazy male day for them. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. And my prayer is that, you know, it didn't shake them up too. You know, I just, you, you just don't uh, hurt other people. No, so, you know, yeah. I just, I just kept waiting and seeing what you know how God would lead so then yeah since he knew I had feelings for him yeah Tater was really going through a a hard time and so his dad was like you know what why don't you just try to get to know her he he was the one that kind of encouraged Hmm. um him to just get to know me and so um so he warned me he's like I'm I want to I want to take this slow as I'm still trying to figure out what's God's wanting in my life and I'm like yeah I want to take it slow too because I don't know what's happening in my life, you know, I think yeah. we're just still trying to see where God was going to lead us. So mm-hmm. our families, um, are friends. And so we kind of hung out as families at first. And mm-hmm. then we, um, started emailing each other. This was back before texting. Yeah. Yeah. That's how old I yeah. am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I still have all the emails. I ended up journaling everything just to show how we were Love just it. getting to know each other. Oh. So yeah, we, since we didn't know each other very well, I mean, it started off real basic, like, how yeah. was your day? What are you doing? You know? Yeah. Um, and, and my mom, like, I love her. She's, I, I had their support. Like she would be right by me to, looking at my emails, checking everything out. If I were, if we ever called, she's like on the other side of the door listening in. Like, you know, her. I totally believe it. <laughs> it was yeah. fun. So I felt like I could, come, I could come to her with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, come December, I didn't hear anything like from him. Like he stopped communication. Wow. Um, for two weeks and that I was like, okay, did I do something wrong? You know, like I had mentioned like, you know, all I want for Christmas is you type of thing, you know, it's Christmas time yeah, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I totally scared this guy yeah, off. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, but he was taking a break to pray about marriage and wow. engagement and talk to my dad. And so everything really happened neat, uh, just really fast and really neat. So, um, so yeah, we were engaged, uh, in December and then married in June. So mm. within one year, it was a total turnaround and God, God worked fast. So kind of, kind of a cool story, but yeah. And that's an incredible I, story. I mean, that, that's like 
movie material. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like the notebook, you know, yeah. without yeah. all the the extra drama. Yeah. <laughs> well, I waited. I mean, it was seven years. Yes. Because I liked him at age 16. And wow. it was seven years. I felt like, I mean, I felt like I was waiting for him, even though it was, you know, obviously. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it, it felt like a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know. I remember you, you were so... Um, cautious about it but I remember you talking about him yeah you know and then pouring over the pictures and we're like he is cute oh my goodness (laughs) I'm like girl you just need to go have coffee with him because he'll love you I was like wanting to go help you out remember that let's do this well and if you if you look at him which you guys will get to see their pictures on our Instagram but um they look like they're perfect together. I mean, oh, okay. if they were like, you know, a group of men and a group of women, I would totally put them yeah, together. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's why God did. Yeah. We, do, God we did. do work well together. We're yeah. Fine. Oh my That's goodness. so good. So you obviously had to learn a lot of really valuable life lessons yes. through that. I felt like I learned a lot through that. I Just bet. different things about, you know, giving up control, God seeing the big picture through everything and just trusting him. So. Well, and yeah. how incredible for Tater to realize hmm. one when that love for him was birthed in your life yeah and to watch to to know that you had to walk through so much trusting Jesus in order to end up with your heart's desire mm-hmm. right because that's a long time 7 years desiring something but thinking it's maybe not yours is a long time right that's a gift yeah that's such, a gift. such a yeah. gift yeah so much so you've also talked about um, your pregnancies and everything that you've learned through that and what you had to walk through and the difficulty that you had, which I know you can relate to some of this too, Heidi, um, while you were pregnant. Can you talk to us a little bit about that journey and what that was like? Sure. Yeah. God blessed us with four fabulous kids. I love them so much. They are so They're cute. So cute. Way. Aw, thank you. Um, we worked a while to get Landon, and I knew God's timing was perfect, but it wasn't happening on our timetable once again, mm-hmm. and we had to be patient, and mm-hmm. he eventually came, and we were so thankful. Um, we had, uh, so I had, I suffered with varicose veins for all four of my pregnancies, but as each pregnancy came, they got worse and worse, so, mm-hmm. and you, I know Heidi, I can relate. totally gone I through know. this as well, so for those who don't know, it's it's not fun. You look normal from the outside and you're going to church and doing wonderful things, mm. but you are in pain. It hurts mm. so yeah. bad. Like, I don't know what it felt like for you, but for me, like my legs felt like they were burning and on yep. fire, but you were sluggish. So at the my fourth pregnancy, I just couldn't, I just couldn't take care for my kids like I wanted to. I had, I wore the support. Did you do the support hose? I did Heidi? everything. Oh yes, yeah. the fabulous yeah. support hose. Yeah. And of course my, most of my pregnancies were in the summer. So it's like so hot. Yeah. It felt like it took forever just to try to like pull them up oh, on your legs. And yes. you're like, oh, I feel so hot and sticky, but it felt so good to wear them. Right. You're just like, I'm, it I'm making myself. Oh yeah. yes. And you didn't even care that you looked, I mean, it was like, so not a sexy fashion <laughs> no, statement. It was, not. it was like, this is so unattractive. I'm sorry, honey. Yeah, but I have to. I'm sorry. I feel better. That's right. That's right. It was, yeah, they were so gross. Um, but yeah, you don't. You didn't even care. But I was to the point where I had the stool, a stool in my kitchen, just to unload my dishwasher mm, and yeah. just to try to make supper. Um, I would do the whole like prop the leg up just to get ready in the morning. Mm, so yeah. um, at church, you know, you're talking to people and you're just in pain, and so you like are trying to eye like the nearest chair to go yeah. sit down. So yeah. I'm sure you experienced all that, it's didn't horrible. you? Yeah. It's horrible. You are not exaggerating. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I feel like um it was a time where I felt like I was struggling to care for my family. Mm-hmm. So 
um, I was starting to, you know, pray about what, what was going to happen. And I had a friend who was also a helper when I taught first grade at Peoria Christian School. Mm-hmm. They, she helped me out in my class and she was like, you know, I would love to help you out with your kids if you need help. So bless mom and dad Keezer, they paid for her to come and mm-hmm. she, they, she was such a godsend. Like she helped take care of my kids and yeah. just, just helped me with the everyday tasks. So mm-hmm. at the time, like part of me was like, I don't, I want to do the mom thing, you know, yeah. like it was mm-hmm. hard. I had, I wanted to do the mom thing. I wanted to be in control, but at the end of the day, like I was really thankful to have her. Yeah. So she was with us up until a week after we had Paisley. Yeah. So just kind of helped me out. Was that Cassie? It was you Cassie. Know. Yeah. Cassie. Cassie Malou. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's Mary awesome. now. I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she is incredible. Name. She is yeah, awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. And so. she has had such a heart for children mm-hmm. yes. for so long. Yes. And now I'm sure you're watching her enjoy oh, her I own little child. Watching her. Mm-hmm. She was such a baby nut. So mm-hmm. it's been so fun just to see her raise her own. So. And he is so cute. He looks just like her. Oh, my word. He does. It's he's so ador- cute. He's adorable. I know. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Well, that's so cool. So for was that hard for you? Because I could relate to that in the fact that sometimes we women that can be a little bit strong and control type yes. and want everything organized and checklists, was it hard for you to go, okay, I don't have to be superwoman. Like I can let someone come in and help serve me. Yes. Probably especially since someone else was paying for that right. child care. Oh, I felt bad for that. I felt bad yeah. that they're, yeah, Guilty. you just feel helpless. But yeah. then at the same time, you see... God totally working it out. Yep. You see, I knew it was a season in life because yep. I'm like, I've t- I talked to some other ladies saying, you know what, it, once you're done with your pregnancy, it will get better. And it did. And I ended up having surgery on the veins yeah. and it helped tons. But yeah, at that time, the season feels long. Yes. But then looking back, you're like, okay, it was just a season. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if you're listening and you struggle with that, know yeah. that you are not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out to either of these girls. Yeah. Sure I, I mean, I reached out to Haley because I, I remember thinking that I must be doing something wrong. Surely there has yeah. to be something I can do to change this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the sad reality is right now, there's not a ton you can do right. to eliminate it. You can help it, but it, it can't really be eliminated. So. Yeah. But hang in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good thing pregnancy is only nine months. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it makes labor, labor and delivery like you, you're like okay. Well, there's we're definitely deliver this baby. In there's there. <laughs> definitely that motivation to be yeah, done with the pregnancy. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. So um, kind of taking a, a hard turn here a little bit. Yeah. Um, you and Tater are pretty much like the Central Illinois Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> you know what? We have heard that a lot. Before, have you? Which is so funny. Yeah, I don't know. Seriously, you guys bought this incredible property, yeah, this cool little fun. farm, this older home, and you guys have transformed it. Yeah, it's incredible. I feel like we need to put some pictures of their home on our Instagram. Oh, also. that'd be fun. Can we so do that? Can yeah, that'd yeah. We, so we journaled the whole journey on our on our blog, capturingroots.com. And yeah, yeah. It was definitely something we did not know what we were walking into. But yes. It's been quite the journey, so yeah. So, okay, so on a funny note, how did you keep your marriage strong remodeling a house? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting because I feel like we went through times where, I mean, at one point we were in the the hallway, I remember specifically, just sitting down together, exhausted. Um, Let me get back up a little bit. I guess, just so our listeners know, I... When we bought the place, we knew it was going to be a fixer-upper, but we didn't know how much. So day day one, we come in and we start taking down the big heavy drapes that are in the house. And when we took those down, we saw mold all over the wall. Ugh. The wallpaper was just peeling away. And we were, we were just 
totally not understanding why this would have happened. We had inspections. We had checked everything out. We just didn't think to look behind curtains. So, um, so yeah, it was just ugliness staring at us in the face. And Tater's like, I guess we're going to start fixing it up right now. So, (laughs) and we had kind of knew that we were going to do the basics, but we did not expect to tear down walls. And so we started tearing down walls. And when we did that, we found wires going over two by fours. We found mice that had been in the insulation. And then we also saw like exterior, like holes going outside. I mean, just, it was just a mess. So we made a decision to go down to studs for half of the entire house. And so it's a ranch. And so it felt like it was most of the house (laughs) that we were tearing down, but we filled a dumpster up in like less than 24 hours and we just kept going at it. So, um, yeah, I think going back to what I was saying, at probably one of our lowest points, we were both in the hallway, just like sitting down together, like, I don't know if we can go on. I don't know if we can mm. keep doing this. Like, it was emotionally draining, it's financially draining and physically draining, like everything together. But in a trial, you can decide to come together or you mm. can decide to pull apart. And thankfully, we came together, mm-hmm. cried together, laughed together. Yeah. Um, just different things I can look back on of us just kind of just getting through it together yeah. and so thankfully that you know it, it's been it's been great it feels like home now I would say probably for the first couple of years it did not really <laughs> yeah it took a while was that just because you were still in project mode yeah well for the first six months we lived with mom and dad Keezer. yeah so that was I was so thankful to have that it was because you had four little kids we had four little kids yeah um, I remember just different projects I remember pouring our we made, did a concrete countertop I remember pouring that up until like 4 30 in the morning kids had school the next day oh. there's no beds in the house yet so they were like sleeping on our our like couch cushions in random areas and then we would go to mom and dad Keezers because that's where we were living at the time and it's like you know super early in the morning um some mornings would be 1 a.m and we'd be like do you want a snack you know like we're just getting back to the house do you want a snack you know so our kids they were troopers we we kind of put them through the ringer for a little while but they they did good so they look back and think it was such an adventure oh, thanks sure. yeah so yeah well i love your blog is so fun because they you had pictures of them playing as y'all yeah. are working oh, yeah. and yeah. like dropping balls down, down the, the pipes and yeah, yeah totally yeah. yeah we made fun with it so we we really did have fun but it was definitely one of those things that we grew a yeah. lot with just I mean things don't go our don't go our way all the time mm-hmm. we had a pool cover break and I remember just like worried about safety of our kid I mean they were little at the time and so just worrying like are they going to fall in the pool when we're not watching and just different things like that so yeah. yeah I think it would be so easy Haley for people to look at your life and go oh, she's beautiful she's successful you're a su- successful photographer you know, her husband's got a great job. They have a beautiful home. And to think, like, well, clearly everything's just so easy for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I think that the overwhelming thing that I'm hearing from you is you've had some really intense struggles. Yeah. But you've yeah. chose Jesus yeah, through them. Sure. Yeah. And you've chose joy. And it's you've been an adjustment joy. for me because Tater, he grew up on the farm life. It was easy for him. And this place that we have now, like we have animals and different things. And I'm just still trying to get used to that. So uh, the other night Tater was working and the kids like, well, yeah, we'll do the chores for you. Sure, honey, we'll do the chores for you. And yeah. here I send out the four little ones to go feed all the animals. I'm like, yeah, you guys come back and let me know how it goes. <laughs> I've had my share of stepping in animal poop and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, it's definitely one of those things that I'm still trying to 
learn about. And what animals do you have? We have, let's see, we have a miniature horse that was given to us from this wonderful couple that we call almost like a grandpa and grandma oh, to us Oh, that's so now. fun. Yes, and we have Bert the turkey. Bert? Yes. Okay. We have several ducks and chickens, mm-hmm. um, a cat and a dog, and two peacocks. Wow. (laughs) It's quite the assortment. Yes, it is. It's fun. Yeah. When we were young, I would have never thought you'd have been the girl with the animals. No way. (laughs) I feel like like you need a goat. You know what? That's actually next on the list. We'll see if it happens. But that is definitely. And then Kip can come visit. I was say, my husband will be so jealous. He wants a goat goat in the worst way. Yeah, we'll get a goat and bite you guys over. Okay, because we live in the city. So I don't feel like city ordinance would allow a goat. I don't know. I feel like you could put a goat on a string and a post in the ground and just let it wander around i just don't know that i'm wired to have a goat tied up in my backyard i know i just i remember like one time because i came from a really big family so seven kids you had yes. three so whenever i was in your home and there were no boys in your home right i remember thinking it was incredibly quiet <laughs> in your guys's house <laughs> Well, until we all got going, right, and right, then it was exactly. like yeah. voices everywhere. Yeah, but, yeah. but um, I remember one day we were making so much fun of you, and I apologize now, but <laughs> <laughs> because you would not dry your hands on a dish towel more than once. Oh yeah, like it I had to be a clean. fresh yeah. dish towel. <laughs> and now you own a farm and clean up poop. I know. Oh, I've totally gotten more. I mean, I've totally gotten more relaxed. It's funny. Before I wouldn't share chapstick. Now I'm like, here, everybody just have mine. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You just and kids help you do that. They but do. Yeah, don't it's they? definitely funny because I've definitely had to learn to like go with the flow. I mean, I've had my daughter's picked up mice and it's gotten. It bit her hand one time and like was hanging on oh. and I had to like shake it off and like I'm pounding it with the shovel. I mean, we've had funny stories where I'm like, okay, I would have never done stuff like this before. I would have run away from the mouse, but hey, don't mess with my girl. I will get you mouse. <laughs> I will get you mouse. The mama bear will eat the that's mouse. That's right. Oh, that's so that's great. funny. So what's something sweet that Tater has done for you recently? Oh, well, how long is your podcast? <laughs> oh. No, for real, oh. you guys, I seriously feel so blessed to have him. He He's the type of guy that would do anything for you. Mm-hmm. And he has so many talents. Like he's in the medical profession. He does. I see him have such a caring heart. He takes such good care of people. Um, growing up on the farm, he's kind of had a lot of, he's learned a lot of different trades. So, um, I mean, he's made stuff for me. He makes me coffee every morning. I mean, mm. I seriously am so blessed. So, um, yeah, I could go on and on. So yeah. How he's, long do you have? Yeah, go, <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of different talents, doesn't he? He does. He yeah. Does. I mean, cause I, if you look on the wall behind me, he took that photo. I know. I remember. That oh, was that's right. Yeah, Your baby that's photo. my my oldest. That's his so one year photo that you guys it. took. That's it was right. so fun. We went to the so museum. museum and, yeah, children's mm-hmm. museum. I love yep. that. That so was I right after all you time. were starting your yeah. career, yeah. wasn't it? In photography, you're right. Because yeah. we started. Um, my my sister in law, her little baby died of SIDS, and mm-hmm. when we got ready for the visitation, Tater and I were like, just wanted pictures. You know, mm-hmm. like we just realized the importance of pictures. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of was what started us in our photography journey. And, wow. um, yeah, we knew nothing about it at the time. And then Tater was like, you know, we're going to learn this and figure it out together. So that was another adventure. We just love to do different adventures together. Yeah. 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 So, well, yeah. yeah. I remember that session, Heather. That was really fun. That was fun. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so that was what, almost 10 years ago? Nine years ago. Almost I feel like we, yeah, yeah we 10 years ago. started 2000. I mean, it was, I feel like right before 2007 yep. we started. So, yeah. Yep. 
so crazy. So fun. Wow. Well, I, I think of you often when I look Aww, at that sweet okay. picture. <laughs> so fun. So you've mentioned that you've had to find your identity in Jesus and God through many job and role changes. What do you mean by that? Well, I feel like it's easy to be like, if somebody's like, hey, how are you? What do you do? You can be like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, I taught at Pure Christian for three years. Yes. Or, and then after I did that, now I'm a photographer. Yeah. And now I'm at the point where I, ra I raised kids and now they're all gone. And so I feel like I've just learned that mm. my identity is not in what I do, mm. but just in being a child of God. Because mm. eventually my kids are going to be out of the house. Like Tanner yes. and I will be empty nesters, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He may not be around forever. Yeah. Or there's just life changes all the time. And I feel like if you put your identity in something or someone, yes. then it's just shallow. I feel yes. like there's nothing there. So to know that God is always, mm. you know, if I can just, it's just freeing. It you is. know, it's just to know. It's not about us. It's not, you know, it's not about us. So, yeah. I, I love that so much. And mm -hmm. I feel like that has been something that I have been meditating and thinking and resting in, even just this last week, of of not striving towards something, right. but mm -hmm. always striving, striving towards someone, striving towards Jesus. Because, right. you know, I think for me, I used to, I went through years of feeling like I had to achieve these levels of success mm -hmm. in order to be who I was, who Heather Taves was. Right. And um, thinking that if I reached this level, if I reached that, or if I did this, or if I did that. And over the past year, I've really felt God just take all of that from me mm -hmm. and say, no, it is about who you are in me, and that is enough. Exactly. And whatever I put right in front of you, and then I get the glory mm -hmm. when you do X, Y, or Z. Exactly. And it, you're right. You said the right word, freeing. Because mm -hmm. you're no longer trying to perform. Yeah to reach something. You're just resting in, in God and yeah. in who, who your identity and that's so good. Yeah. And I noticed, I mean, now that the kids are all in school, that's when I really noticed it. Mm -hmm. Like now what, like what does life hold for me? You yeah. know, cause we've kind of, with our photography, we've kind of taken a break with sessions and mm -hmm. we don't really know where, what we're wanting to do with the business. So yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I don't have to have it figured out. I don't have to know right now where my life is going to go for the rest of my life. Like yeah. I'm just going to rest in him and you know, We'll go from there. So, yeah, I think just to keep in communication with him and he'll continue to lead the story of my life, right? Yeah. yeah. It kind of is the theme. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, because he obviously started that story at the young age of 16. Yeah. Right. Just going, right. Haley, this is on your heart, but do you trust me? Right. You know, and it's like that's been a continued recurring whisper of God almost over you is just trust me. Exactly. Yeah. So true. It's oh, so good. Well, you've walked through it with a lot of grace, Haley, mm -hmm. and – um you know, like I said, your your sweet Jesse's sister is my sweet friend. and But in the journey, you know, just getting to know you a little bit and watching some up close and some from afar over social media over the last few years and whatnot, um, I can just see that God truly wrote your and Tater's story. And because it's so apparent, it's, you look at pictures of you guys and it's like, yes. Mm -hmm. And then your, your kids just to see that legacy of Jesus that you're pouring over them. Yeah. Um, I think it's such a great foundation that you're using to build upon just teaching them that no matter what comes, it's, mm -hmm. we, we believe in Jesus. So we believe that he directs our steps. Yeah. Well, thank you. And yeah. it's just that so one true. step forward, right? Right. In exactly. that new season. Exactly. Yeah. So well yeah. done. Thank you. That's so cool. So what would you tell your 20-year-old self now knowing all of this looking back? Uh, I would say just to have more of like an eternal perspective. I think mm -hmm. in in the midst of growing up, you know, you're focused on 
who am I going to marry? Mm. Who are my kids? Am I going to have kids? Who are mm. they going to? What are they going to look like? What are they going to do? And mm. I feel like we can get so wrapped up in this life, mm-hmm. and so many times I have to be reminded, you know, it's not. I mean, about this life, it's mm. about eternal, mm-hmm. you know, eternity. And so, um, just to draw close to God and mm. help Him, just get closer to him really. Mm-hmm. I mean, and have that eternal perspective. The little things really don't matter. That's so good. In Chris's message yesterday, he was talking about how the Bible says that we we are seated with with Jesus in heavenly places. Mm-hmm. And that perspective, like if we actually are seeing things from the perspective of Jesus, you know, we're not looking from with earthly eyes. We're looking from a heavenly perspective. Right. And mm-hmm. that changes everything, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it changes how you parent, it changes how you so are a friend. It changes how you um, spend time making dinner with your kids because you're looking at it from a heavenly yeah. place, a heavenly yeah. perspective. And that's not something that's to come. That's right now. Right. Mm-hmm. When I love his word says that he said, my ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts, your, your thoughts. Yeah. And for me, that comforts me on yeah. the days that I struggle with wanting to control a situation yeah. or know what's coming next or, you know, plan and prepare because right. I'm the same in that yeah. aspect. Yeah. Um, just kind of holding back and yeah. going, it's okay. I'm pursuing Jesus yeah. mm-hmm. and his thoughts are higher than mine. So he's already ahead of me yeah. in this. He's and got I trust. this. I trust you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Haley, if we have listeners that are able to kind of relate to how you felt when you were single mm-hmm. waiting for your husband, mm-hmm. what would your advice be towards them if they're like waiting on their heart's desire maybe feeling overlooked, maybe feeling like, God, do you even know that I'm here? Do you even know where my heart is? Yeah. What would your advice be to those people? Um, I would say just continue in close communion with God because he's going to guide you and direct you and just lead you where you need to be. Um, I feel like I took, I kind of missed out on a little bit of my singleness a little bit of what I could have been doing for God because I was so focused on my future. Mm-hmm. So just kind of just really take in what God is doing in, in your life right now. Yeah. Um, I love the verse, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look mm-hmm. full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Mm-hmm. So he knows what's best for us. That's so He good. loves us so much. Mm-hmm. That's, so That's faith. That's going to speak into someone's yeah. heart. I can feel that. That's, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have, as we, um, as we wrap up, Haley, do you have any words of encouragement who, um, for people that might be getting ready to step into a new season of Mm. whether it's tackling a new business or marriage or, you know, just taking a step into that new season. Um, but maybe they're worried that it feels too big. Mm -hmm. What would be, what would be a word of encouragement for that listener? You know what? It's kind of interesting you say that because I feel like Tater and I are going through something right now that we are kind of struggling with a little bit and we need God's guidance. And I love to think of it as like we just have this tiny little puzzle piece Mm -hmm. that we have in front of us and that's all we see. And God has the whole puzzle all put together and figured out. And we just got to kind of just trust that he will help put this puzzle together. Um, So yeah, I was in my morning devotion this morning. It was talking about Joseph and how you know, his, he was sold and his life was such a mess. And we could have looked at that puzzle piece right there and thought, it's, Where done. Is, it's done. Where is this going to go? Yeah. And obviously not, God took used that for good and yeah. made the picture beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole puzzle piece is just, just the way he used Joseph. And so I, I used, I, I remember that and just, 
you know, like it helps me take a step forward. And so yeah. to our listen, you know, to our listeners, you know, just, just think, you know, you just have one puzzle piece. You yeah. don't know what the whole, the whole puzzle is going to look like. So. And that step so of good. obedience is not about the next five steps. It's just about the one step right in front of you. Right. Yeah. Just saying, yes, Lord, I'll obey in this and trust that you'll then propel me onto the next step. That's so good. Mm-hmm. So any last words, like you're like, oh, I really wanted to say yeah. this. People always say that we hit so stop funny. and they're like, oh, I forgot to say. <laughs> no, just to encourage you guys just to keep doing what you're doing. It's such oh. such a blessing and I know that you're touching a lot of lives out there. So good job. Thank Thank you. It's fun. Plus we get to have conversations with people like you that normally, I mean, you you don't pick up the phone and be like, hey, Hey, let's have a conversation. Well, it's fun because this is like just pulling up the chairs for so many listeners to hear Haley's story. And um, so, I mean, it's, this is being listened to in over 80 countries. Woo. And so you've got this You know what's impact. so funny? I told my kids that because they're like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, guess what? Like, I mean, it's like this huge thing. And it's like, you never know who's listening. Yeah, you never they're know. like, wow, mom, I'm praying for you. I know. Oh. Like, Thank you. I need it. I know. It's so yeah. sweet. I love we've, it. We've done. This is this will be episode 35. Yeah. So oh, that's exciting. so cool. But even, even after doing, you know, a few episodes, I'm still like, wow, you never know who's listening. Mm. You never know who's going to sit on the other side of that, that, um, you know, iPad or mm-hmm. iPhone or however they listen and hear your story and yeah. go, I can relate to that. I needed to hear that today. Mm-hmm. So I would just encourage you all. I pulled it up here on my phone, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, follow Haley mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, it's Haley Joy K H A L E Y J O Y K. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Funny, I always had to think about it. I know. I do. <laughs> That's the right one. I know. We say ours on here all the time, and I'm always like, wait, is that right? Yeah. Um, and then if you want to read more about their story, see their amazing remodel. Oh, I loved. Every time you'd post a blog Aww. update, I was like, oh, look at their amazing house. Yeah. That's um, capturingroots.com, and you can see all of their amazing pictures on there and yeah, see their beautiful children. They're oh, so thanks. cute. So cute. I'm getting so big. I remember when you were teaching because I was kids pastor at the time. And did you teach fourth grade? I was first grade. First grade. Yep. Okay. So fourth graders do the um, patriotic program oh, yes. every year. That's and so right. all of my kids that were in my kids' church mm-hmm. would be like, Miss Heather, will you come to my patriotic program? So every year I'd, awesome. you know, go in there and then there'd be you. <laughs> and I, you were pregnant, right? Yes. Part of that time? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I had awesome roommothers that totally, like, threw me a baby shower. Aww. I mean, I, they were with me through the journey of getting engaged to Tater and then I kind of like my whole, you know, beginning yeah. of the life change thing there. And they were just, that whole Prairie Christian place was such a blessing. So fun. Like, such a, yeah, supportive, wonderful community. I mean, who would not want to walk into their job and hear, I mean, worship music, yes. yeah. just getting ready for chapel. Like, yeah. it was just such an uplifting that's awesome really cool place yeah. to be. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, my kids went there for a couple of years yeah. at yeah. the very beginning. So yeah. we have a soft spot for that place too. I would totally let you be my children's teacher. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> I remember watching you prep for lessons. And I'm like, she's fun. Mm-hmm. I want to be in her first well, grade you know class. The funny thing is I did the homeschooling thing for my youngest too. And I, I was terrible at it. Like <laughs> I would totally like, oh, you want to go grocery shopping? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, I need to throw laundry. I don't know how you two do it because it is seriously when it's a time commitment. And I yeah. just, 
I did way better with my own class than I did with my own kids. It was one Maybe, of those things. Well, you were getting a paycheck to be a teacher. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. It's, it's a little <laughs> And easier. I just wanted to have more fun with my kids. I was like, yeah. yeah. They're like, Mom, we need to do math. I'm like, yeah, let's just kind of snuggle in here. <laughs> <laughs> let's pretend like you did math right. today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, we're all fun. called to different things. That's so right. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that's okay. Good. Well, friends, we're so excited that you joined us today. Um, I just know that something resonated in your heart and you needed to hear Haley's story. So um, if you know a friend or a family member that needs this encouragement, would you pass this podcast Mm -hmm. on to them um, so that they too can just feel um, just the love of God that Haley's talked about today Mm -hmm. and the encouragement that he's so faithful. Mm -hmm. He is so faithful to know our heart's desires and as we keep our eyes on him to fulfill those promises to us. So We hope that your day is great. We will look so forward to hearing um, some more stories coming up with some awesome guests. Um, And if any of you need prayer, as always, we say this a lot, but it's so important to us. Would you please message us Mm -hmm. um, at the H&H Hour on Instagram? And we will pray. Yep, we will. And um, just help lift up your need before Jesus. Yep. So have a great day. We'll chat to you next time. Bye.